Hey everyone, I just want to remind you to make sure you check out the awesome people over at Anchor.fm. Of course, it is a great place for you to host your own podcast. And guess what? One of the cool parts is that it's totally free. Yeah, that's right, free. There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your computer or even your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many others. Trust me, it's so easy. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys want to get in on it, make sure you download the free Anchor app or just simply go to anchor.fm to get started. If you guys want to get the latest merch over at the official OK Fave store, head over to represent.com slash store slash OK Fave and pick up some of the cool neat designs that help support the show, including the Random Wrestling Podcast shirt, the OKA, and of course the OK Fave Guy and OK Fave Girl shirts, which are brand new to the store. Head over to the OK Fave official merchandise store, represent.com slash store slash OK Fave. Link is in the description. What's going on, everybody? It's yours, Julie Connery, K.O.K. Fabe here. And on this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast, we're going to take a look at the intriguing matches that were made for Survivor Series. The latest news on that, who the hell is going to be on Team Raw, and some interesting things going on with Mr. Seth Rollins. We'll talk about all the latest build and some of the changes that have currently got me infuriated as far as going into Survivor Series. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about the Raw spoilers. Manchester, UK, got a chance to tape SmackDown and Raw in advance and let me tell you something right now the raw one is going to be cringe worthy so if you don't want to be spoiled this may not be the episode for you but don't worry we'll give you guys plenty of time to tune away if you don't want to be spoiled plus could we see more members of the inner circle over in AEW added Chris Jericho teasing not just the rejoining of a new member but possibly a new female member plus we'll talk a little about the AEW full gear fallout and we're going to talk about some new stuff from WWE two new podcasts coming and Eric Bischoff reveals why it didn't work out with WWE. All this and maybe some other stuff in between on this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast. And now, OK Faye presents the Random Wrestling Podcast. I have been waiting a long time to say these words, and I'm going to say them right here, right now, tonight. Your number one source for all pro wrestling talk with a comedy twist. Where the hell did Randy Orton come from? He snapped the metal crutch in half. Hey, in the middle. Is. How you doing, man? Good to see you. All right, yeah, you wear your little thing. You're looking like a blind nun. All right, hey, do me a favor. Park the Rock's truck. What is going on, everybody? It's yours, Truly Conrad, K-O-K, Fabe here. Welcome, guys and gals, to episode number 105 of the Random Wrestling Podcast, your source for latest news, rumors, gossip, headlines in the world of professional wrestling. You guys know me, I'm Conrad, K-O-K, Fabe, and thank you one and all for tuning in, whether, of course, you're listening to us on the major pod- audio podcasting platforms. Easy for me to say three times fast. Of course, we're on all the major platforms, Apple, Google, uh, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, of course, also live 
right here on youtube.com slash okfavor over on the Facebook, wherever you guys are checking us out from. Thank you so much for tuning in as we're going to talk about all the craziness that's gone on in the week of pro wrestling. And I know that it has not been a very consistent week for yours truly. So it's been a, uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting week to say the least, not only in the world of pro wrestling, obviously we just came off of AEW full gear and we had the Manchester tapings for uh, SmackDown and Raw. And on top of that, we're going into Survivor Series, which is a lot of stuff that I definitely want to talk to you guys about today. We're heading into a, um, well, an interesting Raw to say the least. That is for damn sure, because that is something I definitely want to talk about with you guys tonight. Plus, WWE looking to do their own podcasts. We got some updates on some very intriguing news about that. Plus, Eric Bischoff talking about exactly, well, according to his words, why he didn't things didn't work out with WWE. Plus, we got some other tidbits as well. Uh, of course, the Survivor Series chart, car, chart card changes, easy for me to say. More members of the Inner Circle rumored to be added on, and some other random stuff in between. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to here, and again, wherever you guys are checking us out from. I will warn you guys right off the bat that I am going to probably go off on a little bit of a, of a personal tirade and a personal rant uh, at the beginning of this whole thing, because uh, if you guys have been following me on social media, you know that it has been a somewhat roller coaster of um, – it's just been a roller coaster for me the last couple of days, and I, I'm going to talk about that in detail. Have you seen Jack Swagger and Corey Graves both burying the Russiv, Lashley, Lana, spelled? backwards angle yes actually spaz and thank you for dropping that five dollar canadian super chat donation yes that's actually something i am going to be talking about thank you so much for the five dollar canadian super chat donation yes jack hager goes off on rusev and lana we all know what that spells backwards and i'm going to be talking about that a little bit but i'm warning you now before we even get to the wrestling talk i am going to talk about some things here and just get something off my chest because i want to just kind of Get it out there and, and and just vent for a little bit because unfortunately I haven't had a chance to. But of course, before we do, you guys in the routine, you guys in the whole deal, love to hear your thoughts on all the week in pro wrestling. Hit me up in the comments if you're joining us live here in the chat. Donations are on. Super Chat Streamlabs links are both enabled. If you guys want to check out the merch over at Represent, check out the Patreon page. We'll be dropping some stuff very soon. I'm looking to reveal the... Uh, the retro pay-per-view review for Survivor Series 2001. I got my notes all queued up for that one. We'll be doing some more retro stuff, some more Patreon-exclusive stuff. So if you want in on that, head over to patreon.com slash okfave and vote. There's still a chance to vote if you guys want a chance to check out the Radio Podcasting Awards, which apparently is back once again. It was the Wrestling Radio Awards, now it's the Podcasting Awards. I'm nominated for a bunch of categories, which is uh, shocking, but... Still cool. Uh, so if you guys want to vote for me or if you guys know anybody else, I know some people are saying in the chat earlier some of their other favorite wrestling YouTubers or podcasters. By all means, I encourage you guys to vote whether it's for me or some of your other favorites. Whoever, just go ahead and do so. Give them, show them the love you support. Uh, go check it out. It's pinned to my Twitter at OKFabe. So make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. Okay. <laughs> I see Vintage Dream in the chat saying down, batten down the hatches. Uh, for for a rant. So this isn't so much a rant because a rant, I feel like, um, a rant. <sighs> okay, a, a rant implies that I have some sort of stake in anything. Like I, I I'm right. Um, which I don't know if I am. I'm just venting because I am just been very frustrated lately 
you know, and, and I got a lot going on. And, and, and I know a lot of that is just me. That's a lot of me doing my own stuff, you know, and, and me doing my own thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, working 40 hours a week. I go to school, I work out at night and I, and I do this on the side and I love, I love doing this. You know, for those of you who don't know, and I'm going to go into a little bit of a history here. Uh, I started, I started, I started, see, I can talk great English, can't I? Yeah, freaking, no wonder I'm a great podcaster. Um, I started doing this as a way to kind of channel my frustration and channel my just me going nuts because I had nothing better to do and I had nothing else to do. I had lost my job years ago and I was trying to find a way to find an outlet to get my angst out there. And I started thought of starting a YouTube channel and I started a YouTube channel back in 2010, believe it or not. And some of you are like, yeah, okay. Like your channel says it was started in 2016. This one was, I had two other channels before this. And I want you to pinpoint that little factoid, right? But I did this to get my frustrations out because I thought, well, if I'm going to start a YouTube channel, it might be something I can't stop talking about, which is pro wrestling. And through a bunch of other stuff, here we are. You know, it's been, it's been almost 10 years since I've been doing this on and off. And I know I am not the best at this. I know that for a fact. There are plenty of other people out there, plenty of people out there who are better at this than me. And I'm not making any bones about this. And don't get me wrong. I am extremely grateful and extremely humbled at people who have, I still have people who say to me that they stuck by me since when I was way back when I first started, way back when I first started. So the reason I bring this up is because as you guys probably saw in my tweet and it kind of blew up and I, and I need to stress this, that I still don't know the full extent of the situation. I could be completely wrong on this and I hope I am because it came to my attention that my channel is possibly, and I need to stress that word, possibly at risk of being demonetized and possibly deleted. Now, that obviously sounds like a very bold statement and it's, it's like, you know, it's kind of nuts thing to hear. Um, but it's obviously an uphill battle to do this. And I know I've plateaued to an extent. I know that I, and, and I know that I've, I've also had some amazing accomplishments and met some amazing individuals like you awesome people who are watching me live right now or listening to me. And I know that I have a lot to be proud of, of my accomplishments, but at the same time, like I said very earlier, I know that there are, I know there are people that do this better than me and ha have had better success than me. And I know that that I'm that, that part of that is frustrating, you know? Like I want to be obviously I want to be the best. I want to be the best I can and be in the be, you know, the 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 best I can be at this thing. I don't want to go out and and ruin other people or 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 and, and that's why I don't try to. I'm I'm very grateful for everything that anyone has ever done to to help build to, to help me grow in any way, you know? Any of them. And but when when I put in so much time and effort and note taking 
and doing all these things and doing all this stuff and going live and, and all these things and losing sleep and just not I don't make a lot of money off of this you know I I, I, I <laughs> The, the money I do make off of this, usually 90% of it, and I'm not kidding, 90% of it goes right back into this. Either it's paying for the computer I'm using to do what I'm doing right now, the equipment, the green, the cheapy green, well, I shouldn't say cheapy, this thing was actually pretty nice, but the green screen you see behind me, the, um, the bandwidth to get the audio to, to get it on the podcasting platforms to pay for the network to pay for Microsoft Office ninety percent of the money I make which isn't much goes right back into this thing so it's not like I'm sitting on here you know obviously I'm working a forty hour job work week you know and it's just really frustrating because that's happening and, and and then youtube is 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 a little intimidating with the idea that like oh by the way any little money that you do make might be gone we might make your channel completely demonetized we might not we might revoke your ability to get super chats and we might actually shut your channel down completely if it, if we feel like it, it it could be now now again I need to stress that I don't know this for a fact, but the reason I'm getting so anxious and nervous about this is because lo and behold, this has happened to me twice before. Not YouTube particularly, but do you ever wonder why, or for those of you who don't know, why my channel is called OKFabe-er and not OKFabe? Is because I originally had OKFabe and then OKFabe is back and those both got taken down. And it's just frustrating. And I don't want to come across as ungrateful because I am. I, I mean, I am grateful. <laughs> I'm not ungrateful. Jeez. See, I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm just frustrated. I've tried to get back in touch with Fight TV. Uh, they haven't returned any of my emails in terms of working on maybe getting a platform to them. Um, I've tried going on to Twitch. Twitch isn't really that active and I don't have too many people on there. And it's just really frustrating. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what it's going to... I mean, I don't know if... <laughs> You know, the, the new YouTube policy is taken in effect about a month from now. And <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just, it's very, it's, this is a tough pill to swallow for me. And I, I've been, I've been through, I've been through a lot, obviously, with, with my personal demons and my, and my personal everything <laughs> the drama and 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 the bipolar and 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 everything and i'm not i'm no saint i know that for a fact and the and the reason it's just the reason it's so frustrating is because i've put a lot into this i've put a lot of money and i put a lot of time and a lot of effort to provide the best i can for you guys and gals because you guys and gals deserve the best out there 
because without you, I wouldn't be around. And with a, with, with a lot of, with a lot of people who have helped me, I'm not dumb. I'm not an idiot. And I know that there is a good chunk of my audience that has come from other people and other YouTubers because I've either worked with or associated with them, like obviously Joe Cronin. And, and, and I know the majority of the audience comes here. And I'm, I'm not, well, some of the audience comes from him. And I know that I've gotten the most of my audience because they know and, and I've associated with him. And I'm eternally grateful for what he's done for me for that. The Brock screen. We're with you, man. Wherever you go, we will follow. You brought us together. And we're not going anywhere. Can't shake us that easily. Thank you, Spaz, for another drop, another $5 Canadian Super Chat donation. I do appreciate it. And again, I know, you know, I owe a lot to a lot of people, and I'm very thankful, and I'm very, I'm very, Other bombshell. It's all I can afford now. I have a newborn. You are good. No oh, man. You inspire other. I am sure. You have talent and you're a good talker. Well, Believe in you because we do. Twitch and the subscription might work. Thank you, crazy gaming couple, for the thirteen ninety nine. Man, you didn't have to do that, man. If you got a newborn, dude, I've got two. Well, not two newborns. One's nine and one's three. You didn't have to do that, but I do appreciate that. Let me make sure I get your name up there for. Uh, crazy gaming couple that's that's a great tag name too i, I love that um but dude i i appreciate that but please i'd rather you keep the money for you i, I appreciate any donations i really do but uh you got the newborn like seriously and again i i i don't i don't know if it's gonna happen i don't know for a fact we could be fine and everything could be fine as far as youtube you know not shutting the channel down, but the demonetization, you know, I don't make money off of the ad revenue. I really don't, especially with the ad apocalypse that happened and them seeing as wrestling content as like not, um, you know, not monetizing worthy. I don't even know what the hell that's called. The monetize, monetizable. Yeah, there we go. Monetize. I had to think of the word for a second. Monetizable. It's just, it sucks. And it sucks for the unknown. And really, there, you know, I don't know. It's just, it just bothers me. And I'm, and I'm trying to, and I know I'm behind on like the Patreon stuff. Ah, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And and I know that there's a lot worse. A lost. See, I'm tongue tied. I'm a. There's a lot worse situations to be in in the world. I'm a very, very lucky person. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a very lucky person and I'm very grateful for every single person who ever listens to me, who has ever subscribed, who has ever, you know, commented or interacted on Twitter or anything like that. And I am very, very grateful. It's just nerve wracking when, you know, you, you try to, you try to do, you, you try to do the best you can, try to be better. And you just keep getting hit and hit and hit and hit, and it, it's it's tough. Okay, I think I think my 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 bitching and moaning is is done. <laughs> um, the best thing you can, the best thing to keep, you know, as far as keeping track with everything, Twitter's the best way. Twitter is the best way. We'll have to see how things go. Maybe I might go back to. 
I'd love to work for like a res- a major wrestling site like Wrestling Inc. or something like that. I've actually reached out to a couple of them, and I know that they ha- they aren't looking for content creators, which it is what it is. That would be kind of like the big, huge next step is to work for another major platform, but but we'll see. We'll see how things go. But anyway, let's let's get that negativity out of there. Let's get that. Let let's push that out of the way. Let's move on to bigger and better rants. Um, let's move on and let's spread some love. Let's spread some positivity over in the chat. Who is all you guys just piling in on here? And of course, I go on a, a rant in a, in a, in a bitching and moan fest. And we got the highest viewership in the, in the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. So of course, we got Jurgen. We got crazy gaming couple. We got Dave twenty five. What's going on, Dave? Uh, go check out Dave's uh, interviews. By the way, he did Joe and he did uh, Sean's View Entertainment. The Brash. Make sure you go give Dave some love. Uh, great interview stuff, man. Dave, you gotta let me know what equipment you use because that was good, some good stuff. Uh, we got Raul, we got Sandman, Sizzle Ole, Sammy Ole, we got Vintage Dream, what's going on Vintage? Of course, Spaz Phoenix we heard from earlier on, what's going on Spaz? Who else we got joining us in the chat? Uh, Sean Gordon, we got, um, let's see what we got going on here, SC, what's going on SC? Uh, I feel bad, SC just said like this is the first time he's here in the live stream and just... Um, First time I'm here live and I have to see all this. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I just I had to I had to just vent for a little bit and just kind of get that out there. Um sucks that when you when you run out of medication. <laughs> and then no time for therapy. Uh we got uh, Red Enigma 23. What's going on? We got Gemini V Y Biz. I hope I'm saying that right. What's going on, Gemini? Thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh I know I have not been very consistent this week. This damn cold has also kicked my ass. I mean, I thought it was gonna be fine by, you know, by Friday, but still I was just dragging through. This week just sucked. Because not only did I miss out on NXT and AEW, I was gonna do like a makeup review, and then I just kept getting worse. And then uh SmackDown was kind of the same deal. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna save my strength, I'm gonna save my energy and my motivation for full gear. And we did just that. Full gear review is up on the channel. If you guys also want to listen to it, it's on all the audio platforms full gear was you know i i kind of i went to i went a bit of a rant on on full gear and it was mainly on the moxley omega match which is very interesting to hear a lot of the polarizing opinions so definitely if you've got your own check it out leave a comment i'd love to hear your thoughts on that match because a lot of people are very back and forth about it i didn't mind the match itself and i think a lot of people um were bitching and moaning about like oh you think it donation thanks to connor i branched out into podcast land just search spaz phoenix podcast on anchor spotify and more hoping for itunes thanks man go give some love to spaz phoenix heading him over on anchor go give him some love yeah spaz if you actually through anchor uh if you i think there's an option where you can actually like hit a button and they can kind of like automatically send it out to as many podcasting platforms so it should get you to apple which is actually the most um played location that i have for mine but anyway uh full gear the moxley omega thing i just want to kind of briefly touch back up on that one um with moxley and omega it wasn't i don't think the match went too far a lot of people are like oh you think there was too much violence no i don't think there was too much violence i'm just saying is that they just kept going too like it, it was just like beating a dead horse like you didn't need to do this you didn't need to do that you didn't need to do this you didn't need to do that it was just that was my biggest little gripe from it is that it's it was a match that went on long and i've criticized other matches from that too saying it went too long in the match like man i'm starting to lose a little more interest here um but you can listen to my full rant 
slash review of Full Gear. Again, it's up on the channel and all those podcasting platforms. And Malik X, what's going on, Malik? I hope I, I did, sorry I didn't mention you there. Uh, crazy Gaming Couple, there is no host system. Me, the whole wrestling community could go to Twitch. They already have a wrestling product. I am on Twitch. If you guys went, if you guys do want to follow me on there, um, just in case to be on the safe side, of course, it is twitch.tv slash okfabe. I'll try and maybe see if we can do either like a, a simulcast stream on, on Twitch. Wouldn't mind going over there if there were enough people that were interested in it. Um, let me know because I do have, I think I am a part, I, I think I'm an affiliate. I don't think I'm a partner. I think I am an affiliate. But anyway, let's talk about Survivor Series because there was a lot of things that happened over the course of the week and then going into this Raw coming in on Monday, which we will be spoiling a little bit on this show. So if you guys don't want to be spoiled, I will give you a warning in advance not to be, or if you don't want to be spoiled, I'll say, hey, heads up, spoilers are coming. But trust me, they aren't good. I'm just warning you right now. But Survivor Series is coming really soon. I actually was surprised at how soon Survivor Series was. I thought it was like a, a lot further away, but nope. It's actually, uh, it's about a week from Sunday, which was like, holy crap. This pay-per-view is going to sneak up right behind me. So there was a, a lot of matches made last Monday night on Raw for Survivor Series that I was really looking forward to, that we were going to have, you know, obviously we had Brock Lesnar and Mysterio, which I said on my Raw review last week was something I think was the best case scenario. We know the women are going to fight too. We know Becky Lynch and Bailey and Shayna Baszler are going to be uh, taking on uh, each other, best women's match or women's supremacy for the three brands. <laughs> but one thing I really, 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 really don't like is they changed up arguably the one match I looked forward to more than anything else. Okay? The theme is Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Triple threats across the board for the most part. It looks like we're leaning towards a potential universal championship match between Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan, which I'll talk about in a minute. But we know that we're going to get two five-on-five-on-five five five triple threat Survivor Series women's and men's elimination tags. So instead of it being 10, it's 15, right? They're just adding NXT as part, of the, as part of the third team. So, okay, there's some interesting combinations you can have in there, and there's some interesting tidbits. And, and you know, I kind of figured, okay, you're going to see some interesting moments where you have a lot of NXT guys against main roster guys, and the eliminations might be cool. And I'm not saying that they, those matches won't be interesting, but... The one match I knew that I was looking forward to the most was the Triple Threat Tag Team Champions match, which was Viking Raiders, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Undisputed Era, the NXT Tag Team Champions, and at the time, the Revival, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And I'm telling you, when I saw that graphic lit up, oh God, thank God I was sitting down. Thank God I was sitting down because I was pumped i'm like i don't give a rat's ass who wins i don't care i am looking forward to these three teams beating the crap out of each other three nxt champion tag teams or former champions beating the hell out of each other it was going to be chaos you had the the power of the viking raiders the speed of the undisputed era the technical grappling ability of the revival I'm like this is going to be phenomenal and then the new day win the tag team titles Okay, why? Why, 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 why? I like New Day, okay? I don't know what the hell they're doing with Kofi Kingston. I have no earthly idea. Guy lost the title to Brock, and it's just like nothing happened. 
It's like Kofi was never champion. It's weird. Woods is out with an injury, which, by the way, if you're not following him on social media, the, the man is using his time wisely while he is injured, and it is extremely entertaining. But just why? 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 Why, why, why? Why so close? Please, please, for the love of God, have them win the belts back before Survivor Series. If you're trying to set up a rivalry for Revival versus New Day for the future, fine. I saw Jurgen just said in the chat, Vince McMahon uh, probably did it because they haven't re-signed. They're being punished. Fine. But then why? I did, screw it. Have them lose. Have them lose. I, 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 I didn't care who won or lost. I just knew that out of all the matches, all the matches, even if you put, I'm sorry, but there's not going to be any sort of 15-person combination between Raw or SmackDown or NXT between the men or the women that hasn't that hasn't much excitement. If you had like a one-on-one -on -one or a tag team match, I might be interested. But there's no combination on the current rosters that they're going to do if they're going to do these gigantic multi-man or multi-women matches. The triple threat tag team champions match was the match I was looking forward to when you had to freaking take it away from me. If you're going to use it as a rivalry point to get the Revival and New Day to start feuding for the tag team titles, I am all for it. Just as long as the Revival gets the belts back before Survivor Series. But I just... And then... I, I'm telling you right now, if, if New Day ends up losing... <laughs> man, I... 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 I, I am not going to be a happy camper on that one. Not going to be happy at camp on that one. I just don't understand it. You know, Jurgen said something to me earlier in the chat. What's up, Ryan McCormick? Also in the chat, what's going on? Sandman Sizzle. Hope I gave you some love earlier on in the chat. What's going on? Just, ugh. So frustrating. But, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, the newly crowned Universal Champion. There's potential, and I've heard rumblings that Daniel Bryan might be the next opponent. We did see... Or I believe we saw. Did we see? I can't remember. Did we see? Saw? See saw? Saw see. The Universal Champion attacking Daniel Bryan. I think that that would be a very interesting match for the Universal Championship. And I think that could also be a great long-term program because you can really go far with that. There's history there with Bryan being a former member of the Wyatt family. I think this new version of Daniel Bryan where he calls everything fickle and then this new version of Bray Wyatt. It's a few that's been done before, but there is... Complete and total character changes. Could be fun. Could be a lot of fun. You can carry this thing all the way to Mania if they really wanted to, but you know they might be just doing it really quickly, just to, of course, you know, get a rivalry over for 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 Wyatt and whatnot. Which, which really begs the question: I want to know what's going to be the next major rivalry for Wyatt. And my uh, fear is that we're going to get Roman being the one to dethrone the the fiend at WrestleMania. I would not be I would not be surprised if Roman is going to be the one who ultimately tries to come in at, at Mania season. So, you have to wonder like who's next and what's going to be next, but that seems to be what the general direction is going to be. We'll see how things play out on Raw <laughs> as far as that goes, but uh Survivor Series 
it's still interesting to me. Despite my little rantings and rumblings, you know, that I just mentioned, Survivor Series is still going to be generally interesting to me. I'm still I'm still going to watch, obviously, and I'll still be live here at the review right after, of course. But, hmm. I don't know, I just felt like it could have been so much more. But we'll see how things play out. We'll see how it goes. Let me know what you guys think about Survivor Series. If you guys like the changes, if you don't, if you would change the card, who would you add? And what kind of big match, is there a match you're looking forward to? I'd love to hear your thoughts on all that stuff. Well, let's give some love real quick to the chat. Um, I know a lot of you guys are still filing in. Um, Gemini says, I've been following you since 2016, bro. Hope everything goes great. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to do follow me on the Twitch thing, if that's totally up to you guys, it's twitch.tv slash okfabe. And hey, if YouTube crashes, I'll go there. But I will say that definitely one place you can definitely follow me on is all those audio uh, audio platforms. So make sure you follow me on anchor.fm slash okfabe. Of course, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Spotify. That is going to be uh, definitely going to be going to go on, continuing on, even if we are on YouTube or not. So if you guys definitely want to check it out there, make sure you check us out there too. And if you can, give us those awesome Dave Meltzer five-star rating would be awesome. Uh, much appreciated as well because that gives us more availability and shows us um, and shows up more hype on the, uh, you know, gives us more notoriety. I think we have like eight reviews on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. So if you guys can give us a couple more, ching, greatly appreciated. And of course, again, vote for the radio, or excuse me, the Wrestling Podcast Awards. Again, it's pinned to my Twitter at OKFabe. Vote for me if you guys like me, or vote for some of your favorites. There's a ton of wrestling YouTubers and podcasters out there that are right there on there for best singles, duo, trios even. Of course, newcomer, comedy, informative, all that stuff. My name's nominated a bunch in there, which I'm not sure how exactly that whole thing happened. But if you guys want to vote for me, would much appreciate it. It's one vote for your account, and the voting ends towards the end end of this month. I believe it's November 29th or 25th. I can't remember the date off my head, but do it for me or do it for your other favorite YouTube wrestling podcaster. So make sure you check it out. Again, the link is over on my Twitter. It's pinned to my Twitter account at OKFabe, so make sure you guys go do that. Whether it's for me, whether it's for whoever you guys like, just spread the word, spread the love to your favorite person. All right, let's see what we got here. Um... We got Metal Skull 101. What's going on, Metal Skull? Crazy gaming couple. Do you think Undertaker will get involved in Survivor Series? I don't think so. Uh, I, you know, Taker. Taker's a weird one. Taker. Taker's a, an interesting cat. Uh, I and Vincent Dream just said Survivor Series used to be one of my favorite pay per views. If it weren't for Crown Jewel, the build could have been so much better. One hundred and ten percent agreed on that one, Vintage. Taker. Put yourself in Taker's shoes, right? Undertaker now, he is a Hall of Famer. There's no question about it. I think that no one, no one could ever, ever doubt Undertaker's um, contributions to the business. The guy's in his 50s now. He's obviously not in the peak physical condition that he was in. He's still in pretty decent shape, but there's always, you know, I, I, I'm guilty of it for sure. There's always constant talk of, is he going to retire? Is he done? Is he this? Is he that? There, there's tons of different, you know, rumors about that going on. And I'm sure we get to WrestleMania season, that rumor is going to st start over again. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it on here, right? But, you know, he doesn't need to do a full-time schedule. He doesn't need to do anything, really. When was the last time we saw him? I'm trying to actually legitimately remember the last time we saw him. I think he was on a SmackDown 
where he choke slammed Sammy. Was it the SmackDown on Fox? No, it was. I don't think it was the SmackDown on Fox. It was a SmackDown where he actually showed up, and I'm trying to remember. But, but anyway, Taker. The point is, is that Taker doesn't need to do anything anymore. You know, he doesn't need to be involved in anything. And I think that when Ta and Taker said this publicly too, he he believes that when his time is up, it's time for him to go. I think that when he knows, I was like, you know what, I, I'm going to do one last thing, and then I'm out the door. I don't think he's the type of person that would go quietly into that good night. I could be wrong. I'm I'm purely speculating at this point. But that's my guess, is that he would go in that direction. But no, I don't think he'd be involved at Survivor Series. I kind of dig the idea that Survivor Series is a brand supremacy um, because you can do it with little, with less build. The problem with this year's is that they're, not that they're involving NXT, but like Vintage said, Crown Jewel was like, just not that long ago so you're having to come off of that build and then on top of that the freaking draft like reshuffle and you know etch a sketch shake and, and race and start all over again it just happened like a month prior so it's hard to like it's hard to take any of the brand seriously because you just reshuffled everything not even a month ago you know so next year if they keep their shit together maybe it'll mean more um, let's see, what we got here. Who would you have induct Taker into the Hall of Fame? I say Million Dollar Man or Bruce Pritchard. Ooh. You know, damn, that's a good one. I, I, Budge. I would say, I would say Vince. Now, I know that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, and I know a lot of people are like, well, Bruce was the first manager. Obviously, poor Paul Bear, rest in peace, missed, uh, you know, passed away. Um, yeah, I think I think Vince would make the most sense because a lot of people, a lot of people, think Vince McMahon's greatest creation was the Undertaker, and I, I can't really say that's the case. So, I I, I say I think it's going to be Taker. I mean, or, excuse me, I think it's going to be Vince. It's ultimately up to Taker who he wants to do it. You know, uh, Kane makes obviously a lot of sense. Sam Mansizzle says Foley. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Do you think a big surprise return could be in the near future other than CM Punk, male or female? Uh, says Crazy Gaming Couple Spats. Phoenix thinks uh, John Morrison. Uh, well, no, because for the most part now, everyone goes through NXT, you know? What I think would be cool, and I'm just going to throw this out there, what I think would be neat, not saying that, that it should happen, or if anything, they should do this next year, is you have an NXT heel turn on NXT during Survivor Series. If they do this whole Raw SmackDown NXT thing again next year, which I'm, hey, I'm all in favor of, have one of the NXT heels, whether it's male or female, turn on the NXT brand and then join either Raw or SmackDown or whatever. That would be... That'd be pretty interesting because I don't think anybody would see that coming. Um, but no, I don't think there's any major names that could come back over right now. I know Edge was rumbling that you know he might be healed from injuries, but I, I don't think it's the case. But no, I don't think I don't think there's any major big surprise yet. But I know a lot of people want Punk. I don't think Punk's happening. I think he's comfortably fine where he's at. But anyway, yeah, Ryan McCormick is saying CM Punk. But anyway, um. So let's talk about these raw spoilers for a second. So I'm warning you guys now. 
when you guys right now. And I'm sure we'll try to cover it on tomorrow's uh, episode of the OK Fave Show where we actually cover Raw because it's one thing to read the spoilers. It's another thing to watch the show. And I've learned this from back when SmackDown was taped. You know, reading spoilers is one thing, but actually watching the show, there's things that are missed. Sometimes there's edits they do that the that the, the people in the arena don't see. So, you know, I always like to watch the show, even if it's, you know, a tape. Um, so with Raw, there really isn't a whole lot to go into this other than, you know, we see... The interesting, like, there's an interesting scenario with Seth Rollins. So Rollins comes out to a mixed reaction. Booze take over. Rollins says he looks like he's losing, uh, um, he lost his train of thought for a second. Proud to keep the same energy when he hears him. Uh, it, you know, it's hard to hear him at certain points. Then Triple H, uh, he talks about Triple H and the NXT crew. Rollins issue a challenge to the best that UK has to offer. And then Imperium shows up. So we see Rollins versus Walter, which is a really fun thing. We ultimately end up seeing, um, an impromptu eight-man eight man tag team match, which of course we get to see that. Well, the other members of Team Seth, of other members of Team Raw for Rollins's team, is apparently Kevin Owens and the Street Profits, which is four. The fifth person who is going to be part of the team, which I'm trying to find out here, I don't think is actually ever revealed, but at least we have four out of the five, or at least we're assuming we know four out of the five. But that's not really the big thing that everyone's talking about. The big thing that everyone's talking about with the raw spoilers is, again, I'm warning here. This is this is really dumb. Is the Rusev Bobby Lashley Lana angle? Now I have defended this thing in the past because it's cheesy, campy, and I, I I'm telling you, I want you to think about this when you watch raw. If 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 you watch raw on Monday, I want you to think about this in your mind when if you watch this segment because it's. Apparently is really bad as a lot of people are saying it is. Shout out to Gorilla Strong joining us in the chat. What's going on, Gorilla? Just hear me out here. Okay, I know this is a crazy thing to think of, but I truly believe that WWE is trying to build Rusev into being a next baby face, next big baby face on Raw. Okay, hear me out. Lana comes out and goes on about being pregnant. Oh, wait. Fans boo. She says that she's now nine weeks pregnant. But Rusev, definitely the dad. Because she is, she didn't first, ha uh, didn't first having sex with Lashley until seven weeks ago. The crowd, and there's videos already on Twitter about this. The crowd is just, like, just destroying this segment. Crowds chanting boring. Rusev comes out and admits that he's a sex addict. Lashley comes out and says he was also upset. Fans were upset. Lana's pregnant. Everyone wants to be with her. Lashley attacks Rusev. They left him laying. And then Lashley carries Lana to the back. I can't do it justice on this show. I cannot do it justice. But please go look for this segment on social media on Twitter, wherever, because if we all thought, I think the last really bad segment that a lot of people thought was, was the Alexa Bliss, this is your life segment. Apparently people are saying from who were there, who were there that this was worse than that. A lot of people are saying that this was the worst raw segment in history. And from the, the very brief angles I've saw, I, I'm inclined to agree. So I'm curious 
to see if they dub over the, the audience on Raw on Monday. And what I also find very interesting is that Rusev goes from being involved into one angle where he was the father of a child, that gets dumped, to being the father of another child in another angle. Thing is stupid. Getting, it's getting stupider, folks. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. Okay? The whole idea of Rusev being gone for a while, Lana too, and Lashley, because Lashley was out with an injury, and they all roughly came back at the same time. Okay? Fine. Cool. Awesome. They're back just in time for the, the brand split. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Fine. Cool. Whatever. So... Doing this angle was extremely out of left field. And I get why it was out of left field. Because chances are they didn't have anything for any of them. It was a thrown together idea. I shouldn't say thrown together idea. But it was a way to like, okay, hey, we want to put Rusev into a new limelight. He has this great comedy. He has a great acting ability. He really does. If you don't believe me, go watch the Southpaw Regional Wrestling stuff. The, 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 the campy WWE stuff they did on .com. It's hilarious. And he's funny. He's genuinely funny. On the very few episodes of Total Divas I've seen with him in them, he's my favorite one next to Daniel Bryan. Legit. Love it. Love him. So I bet you that it was pitched to put him in this position to grow him more beyond the Russian or uh, Bulgarian stereotype. And I, and I, I sort of agree with that. Okay? <laughs> but just... Okay... A lot of things not really, not really thought through here, okay? For, for instance, the reason why Lana is publicly cheating on her husband was revealed because Rusev cheated on her, on, on her. He denies it, even though Summer Rae years ago, you, you couldn't mention her. Why not? It was public. It, Freaking happened. Fine. It's because he's a sex addict. He wants sex all the time. So, you, so, you, so, you, so you're going to have it with another guy. There's just a lot of lo like loopholes in this whole thing. You know? Like a lot of loopholes. And honestly, that's how I felt. Morbidly, I don't know, Spaz, but thank you so much for that five uh, $2 Canadian Super Chat donation. I don't know if it's the best. I don't know if it's the best, but let me get to more of that in a second. But, but here's an example of how this could have made things a little bit smoother, in my opinion, right? And this is just an example. If Lana came out and said, Rusev, I'm tired of, of being held down by you. You know, I'm always referred to as your wife or your this or your that. You don't give me a chance to flourish and be and let me be myself. You had me do this fake accent to be with you. You you I I wasn't really myself with Bobby. 
Robert. I would have even called him Robert just to, to really like, just, I don't know, just because it's annoying. With Robert, I can be myself. I don't have to put on a fake facade. I can be this beautiful and, and being this, you know, and wear more revealing things, even though she's your freaking Instagram account. She's probably naked anyway. But the point is, like, that, that is a much better explanation than the last two that we got. Because at least that has some sort of logical sense to it. Like, okay, yeah, she, she, she didn't want to be with Rusev because Rusev is treating her one way, but with Lashley, she's treating her a different way. Or she's being treated in a different way. That actually makes sense. Cool. But just none of this. And then why? Why, why does she have to be pregnant? Are we trying to get back on the Maury show here? No. Please no. I encourage you, if you're listening or watching this, to at least watch the segment that I just mentioned with Lana because I, I want to see the genuine reaction. I cannot wait for Twitter for the rest of the world to hear about it too because I bet you it's not going to be as great as I'm... It's probably going to be worse than what I'm describing. But anyway... So, let's talk about some other quick things here. I, I actually took up a lot more time than I thought about that. But real quick, I did want to talk on a couple of brief things here. The Bischoff situation. So, it, it, Bischoff has obviously been relatively quiet about the uh, his departure from WWE. And he didn't really offer a whole lot of insight as far as, you know, really divulging more into his sudden WWE departure, but he did clear up a lot of false rumors, and I do want to take the time to clear up some inconsistencies. So, um, of course, he was talking to um, Wrestling Inc. and a couple of others uh, from other notable sites, I believe PW Insider as well, but uh, of course, it was a, a lot of news. We talked about it here a bunch uh, a couple weeks ago. The Bischoff was fired as the executive director for SmackDown, seemingly very quickly being there for less than six months. So he finally actually responded to the Rams, the uh, claims to the, about his role. Uh, you know whether or not he was dealing. You know, liaison uh, being the liaison for the Vox executives, just like he was in WCW. But Bischoff responded to the claims about his role. That I, I don't know who the hell said that. There were a lot of things written. Uh, so much of what you read in the dirt sheets at the time when I came into WWE and subsequently after getting uh, into uh, into WWE, it's just like nuclear horse shit. So far off base. He further elaborated, saying, "Quote: Nobody articulated that I was brought in to help manage the process with." Fox. So that wasn't his role whatsoever. But he did kind of go on a little bit more detail saying it just wasn't really a fit for him. Quote, it was a great opportunity. I'm grateful for the opportunity. It didn't work out. But in life, uh, let me just see here we got here. In life, that sometimes happens. There are no hard feelings. I had great talk with Vince a week and a half ago. Everything's cool. There are so many talent people that are working there. Great company. It was just a bad fit. That's all. One of the things I learned is that you need to be really passionate about making a commitment that big. It was a big job. I said that when I took the opportunity, but to be honest about it, I think that, that my personality and the way I approach things creatively and the way I do business just didn't fit their formula. That's something I'm going to be a bit more careful about moving uh, forward. Of course, he was asked if he was interested in working creatively in wrestling or run a commentary going forward. He says he's not sure if he'll ever work in the wrestling business again, but sees himself working in a creative environment one way or the other. In regards to commentary, he said, never say never, but highly doubtful. He says he's kind of been there, done that. If I'm going to attack something, it's going to be something that I really feel challenged or excited about. Commentary is kind of going back uh, to the future a bit. I'm not sure if that would be a good fit for anyone. Um, he goes, I love challenges. That's something I've always been attracted to. One of the reasons I worked out so well with me and WCW is that they were in the tank. I had nothing to lose. It was like an open slate. 
Uh, I'm a moth that's always going to be attracted to that kind of flame. I don't have a goal or agenda right now. I do have a new movie project that you may have heard about. I'm going to dive into that. It's a new world of something that I've never been involved with before, and it's something I'm excited to be involved with. Um, and I, I truly believe that. You know, I don't think it, it's, you know, um, Bischoff uh, would lie about that. What's going on? Avengers fan 167. What's going on, man? Yeah, if you do have a link, please share that around because that Lana segment was atrocious. Um, I don't, I don't doubt that. I think that Bischoff, you know, went in there with a different mindset, and I think that it was just not working out. You know, I had heard that Pritchard was kind of already taking the reins over for, um, was already taking the reins over for SmackDown anyway. So it's really not too surprising that you know Bischoff was just maybe not the greatest fit for them. And they figured, you know, with with his experience, maybe it might transition. Because remember, Bischoff was never an executive in WWE before this. When he was in WWE, his sole role was on-air personality. He had nothing to do with creative, nothing to do with the backstage writing, nothing. He was just an on-air talent. So this is a whole new ballpark, you know? And obviously, he's had experience with WCW, clearly, and TNA, which we don't want to talk about. But I, I, just think it, I just think that what he was expecting for the role and what they were expecting for the role were probably just not compatible, you know? I hope that everything's fine and it works out for him. I hope he wasn't, like, screwed over financially for it or anything like that. But, you know, seems like everything's going well. I still listen to 83 weeks, somewhat religiously. But, uh... Yeah, I'm not really inclined. I, I, I have no reason to disagree with him, you know? I don't see any reason not to believe him. Speaking of podcasting, we talked about this a little bit earlier with the 83 weeks, but guess what? It looks like WWE is looking to dive further into the podcasting world. Of course, After the Bell with Corey Graves just recently launched as of two weeks ago. I recommend you check it out. It's a pretty decent show. He's able to uh, kind of address certain things that are in the rumor mill spinning around in the wrestling world. However, two other podcasts might be returning to either the WWE Network or joining them with their new WWE podcasting platform. One of them returning to the W Network is the Stone Cold Podcast. Now, rumor has it that the Stone Cold uh, will be called Broken Skulls with Stone Cold and will be a video format much similar to the Stone Cold Podcast we've seen before, just like the infamous one with Dean Ambrose uh, that took place years ago that was really freaking awkward. However, there is rumblings and rumors that Austin is going to make a blockbuster announcement as of tomorrow on who his first guest will be. And I'll tell you right now, warnings ahead, spoilers for all y'all, the rumor is that it will be The Undertaker. Now, obviously, this is a huge deal, not only because we haven't seen really much of the dead man in 2019 and so much in 2018. However, it'll be the first time we ever actually have a sit-down with The Undertaker in a wrestling environment or a wrestling podcast or interview platform in a long-ass time. Now, Austin, if it's very similar to his actual current podcast... He'll pull no punches, and so I'm very, very interested if this is the case. Either way, Stone Cold coming back with his podcast to the network always intrigues and entices me. If he has the free reign that apparently that it, he might be having this time around, Undertaker's the first guest is definitely going to be a slam freaking dunk. That's going to be a fun one to watch. No doubt about it. New Day is also rumored to be having a, a podcast starting on the new platform along with After the Bell. It, apparently, WWE recently trademarked the phrase New Day uh, Power of Positivity Podcast. So we know that there's a chance that Kofi, Big E, and Xavier Woods might be launching their own. I'm telling you, if there's anybody you're going to give a podcast to on the current roster, they're the ones to definitely do so. Just, I, I feel like if I sat down with the three of them, and we could talk about anything. There's like no script, no format. They just, they have 
one point of, I mean, because all three of them come from so many different backgrounds and there's different, like, different, I, mean, I just would be genuinely entertained to hear them talk to anybody, honestly. Like, just give them a microphone and have fun with it, you know? Just let them go off and have fun with it. I would love to see that or hear that, whichever you want to call it. But so let's say other podcasts might be coming in the line. Um, to the other WWE platforms that they are currently having. I'm trying to find the name of the one uh, that they have right now with After the Bell. And it is with... I'm trying to figure the name of it. There's a specific platform that they were using where they were partnering with it. But yes, and also After the Bell will have Corey, Gra uh, Corey Graves with Roman Reigns and Finn Balor this week. So make sure you guys check that one out as well. Uh, it's going to be some good stuff. Also an interview with Cesaro. Definitely recommend you listen to that one. But anyway... Last thing we want to rock up here on this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast is the possibility we might see some more members of the inner circle. Chris Jericho did tease in a little bit of an interview that there's a chance we could see some more members of the inner circle joining, well, the inner circle. Uh, rumor has it, or he was at least asked after full gear, that Maxwell Jacob Friedman, could we see him in the inner circle? he said there's a possibility he's saying that he's not ruling anything out but one of the more intriguing ones that i liked was the fact that he teased a potential female member uh when he was asked about possibly adding in a female roster a member to the roster in his stable he said quote well i mean there's a lot of great ones you see nyla rose just beat the crap out of everybody i love jamie hater we saw her last week for the first or second time i think she's tremendous as well there's quite a few bria prisley is a little bit vicious to be a member of the inner circle it's not something we choose or control it just happens organically that's how we started this group it was my vision to bring five Killers, street thugs, ruffians, and if there's a woman out there that's as dirty and mean as Santana's Ortiz and sexy as Sammy Guevara, and it's not possible, and is as tough as Jake Hager, as genuine as Le Champion, then we'll bring her in. I think that, you know, the, the inner circle could use a female. I think, that, I think that with them, you know, especially with if AEW is... If AEW is holding on to the title format that they have now where they have the tag, the world, and the women's. You want to be able to like attack as many of them as you possibly can, right? I think that if they added a... um, If you added the one woman, just one woman to the thing, I think... um. I think it would balance well, but he's right, though. You'd have to find the right balance of it. You'd have to find the right woman for that one. I think Nyla would probably be the best fit, but at the same time... Nyla stands out on her own. You would want to elevate another woman. You know, someone who, I, I don't think that, I think it's a matter of time before Nyla wins the women's championship. Uh, I, I'm actually honestly surprised she didn't win it inaugurally. But Nyla doesn't necessarily need the inner circle push. Maybe some of the other women would. And plus, you know, again, you want to elevate other women. I think that, that that would be the only other person I would add into the inner circle. I think right now they have a perfect blend of everybody right now with Sammy Guevara being the young kid, Santana Ortiz, the tag team, Hagar's the muscle, and then Jericho's the, the you know, le champion. I think the only thing to really to make it any better would, would be that would be to add that um would be to add the woman. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. Um I know some of you guys are saying the OC should have their own podcast. I actually like that idea too. But anyway, speaking of podcasts, we're going to wrap up this week's edition of the Random Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate the continued love and support. Subscribe to the YouTube channel while it's still here and active. And again, thank you for everyone for listening to me vent, bitch, rant, and rave about everything uh, earlier on. I do appreciate that. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitch, maybe we'll do some more stuff on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash OKFame. Hit me up. Hit me up. Hit me up. 
hit me up on the Twitter at OKFabe. Let me know your thoughts about everything in the pro wrestling world in the comment section, the media, all that fun jazz. Check out the Patreon page if you want some bonus stuff. Check out the Represent store for some cool-looking swag. And, of course, vote for me or whoever you guys like in the Wrestling Podcast Awards. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss the really whew, Monday Night Raw from Manchester, UK. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Raw review. It's going to be an interesting one, to, to, to say the least. Thank you again for tuning in. Take care. And as always.